This story keeps getting more complex. The Ukrainian airliner that was downed by the, now we know it was the Iranian, uh, the Revolutionary Guard that shot down the plane by mistake, they say, as um, the force braced for a possible military confrontation with the United States. Interesting that they would leave their airspace open if that's the case. If you're bracing for an attack, are you leaving your airspace open? And if you are leaving your airspace open, are you using your very own people and people flying in and out of your country as a shield? I mean, this is despicable. Um, that this incident occurred. But now Iran is saying they've made some arrests for the downing of Ukrainian plane. They've given no detail. Canada is now getting access to the black boxes we hear. Um, but their role in the investigation is still unclear, although they do have uh, people in Tehran. Now, the challenge for the victims' families are repatriating the bodies of Canadians killed in the crash. And they are going to be hampered by military tensions, which are heightened. And the fact that we don't have any diplomatic ties with Iran. We severed those years ago. Now, the victims' families are going to have to deal with not only the loss of their loved ones, but the psychological trauma of trying to get their loved ones home. And we did talk about this earlier on just a few minutes ago. Chris said, you know, a lot of these families are Muslim and they um, like to customarily bury their dead as quickly as possible. And there are several rituals that they need to go through. Now, these are going to be postponed for possibly, you know, weeks, months. We don't know how long. Authorities have said that bodies and remains recovered from the site of the crash have been taken to the coroner's office for identification. And authorities still need to carry out DNA testing. Um, But who knows if the bodies will be released even within this week. And to add even more trauma to what the families are dealing with right now. We are hearing reports that Foreign Affairs Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne says Canada is looking into disturbing allegations that Iran is harassing family members of the airline crash victims who are desperately trying to bring home their loved ones' remains. Here to find out um, what they know about the situation, Avide Montmontfar, President of the Council of Iranian Canadians, thank you so much for joining us on, on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. What are you hearing about the reports that uh, Canada is looking into, you know, allegations that Iran is harassing family members of the uh, airline crash victims? Um, well, I have heard that some uh, families have been told that um, they are not supposed to talk to the media. Otherwise, they, they wouldn't get their uh, the, uh, loved ones' um, bodies. Um so they are uh, the Iranian regime is uh, pressuring them. Um, they have arrested some of um, some people um, in regard to this uh, plane crash. Um, they are definitely. Uh, I find that all these things are uh, really uh, red flags. Uh, uh, when it comes to the Iranian regime, we need to recognize red flags and hold them uh, high up uh, until the uh, the opposite is proven, um, because uh, they have already done that. They have uh, arrested um, other people before in regard to other crimes that they have committed and tried to cover it up. Uh, and um, we had already uh, the Canadians. We have had the, already the um, the experience with um, um, 
when they killed the photojournalist, uh, the Canadian photojournalist uh, Zahra Kazemi uh, in Iran, uh, they still haven't given her body back to her family to be buried here in Canada. How long ago was so, that? That was in 2015, I think. Um, oh, 2005, sorry. Uh, 2005. So um, I uh, I definitely think that we need to uh, to pressure Iran. Um, I, I find that um, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau hasn't been doing enough to uh, hold them accountable and uh, ask for answers and support the um, Iranian-Canadian families uh, in Canada who have lost their loved ones, and uh, he hasn't been um, listening to them enough. Uh, so um, let me let me play you a clip of Trudeau. He sat down yesterday with Global Nationals Donna Friesen to talk to her about um, how he doesn't trust Iran. Have a listen. I, I don't think there's a lot of trust, but I think the uh, first indication that they were willing uh, to accept responsibility and not try and cover it up, uh, well, completely anyway, uh, you know, it shows there is a willingness uh, to move forward and take responsibility, but that is exactly the question I asked uh, directly to Prime Minister Rouhani, uh, President Rouhani, asking him uh, to ensure that there was uh, justice for the victims. You've spoken to President Rouhani once? I yes. That, what was that conversation like? Uh, it was a, a conversation which I was very firm about needing answers for Canadians, about the terrible loss suffered by uh, Canadians of Iranian origin, but also the entire Canadian fabric that we've lost uh, university professors, that we've lost uh, family members, we lost promising young people, and the community and the country is, is gutted. Did he make a pledge to you about justice and accountability? Uh, the first pledges were around uh, cooperation on the investigation and full support to enable uh, consular access by Canadians and I can I can confirm that all the visas that we requested to get Canadians on the ground, investigators and folks for consular support have been emitted by, uh, by Iran so uh, there are positive steps but there are lots more to come and we're going to make sure that they keep happening. I guess it does sound like he's trying to keep an open mind here, but... Uh... Well, let me tell you something. Um, with all, all due respect, um, maybe uh, Prime Minister doesn't know that uh, President Rouhani is nobody in Iran. He is uh, called the president, but he has no power. He has no uh, power of, uh, of decision-making. Iran is a, is a country that is ruled by IRGC. Uh, and the supreme leader. So um, uh, the president is just a puppet in the mm -hmm. middle of them, uh, just to cover up, uh, paint a good face, and uh, and say we are trying. But um, I, I will uh, definitely uh, keep the red flags uh, high because I, I read that uh, Iranian authorities have uh, has already said that these uh, 140 uh, passengers uh, were holding um, Iranian passports. So this is a red flag. They're not it's recognizing them as, as any other, because exactly. they don't recognize dual citizenship. Iran, Iran doesn't recognize uh, dual nationals. Right. So when you travel to Iran as an Iranian-born, you have an Iranian passport, and uh, you cannot travel to Iran with your 
um, Canadian passport. So uh, for Iran, you are Iranian and you're not Canadian. So this is a red flag that you need to uh, raise and keep until um, really uh, negotiations are, are being done and, and, and people get the answers and, um, and whatever they are asking from, uh, from Iran. Um, I, I so, want to just uh, ask you, I want to go back to this if we could, uh, Avidey, because I think it's, it, it is, uh, I would like a little more background if we can. Uh, there's this video that was posted by an Iranian journalist and activist who said Iranian authorities are telling families of crash victims not to speak to journalists. Have you been hearing specifically what Iran is is frightened that these family members will say to journalists? Well, as I said, they they have been under um, international pressure. They had to admit that they have uh, actually hit the, this passenger plane because uh, the first reaction was complete denial, and they were trying to say that it was a it was a, a mechanical issue. Uh, and then when it it, it it was clear that they have to admit it, and the Iranian um, regime is not uh, good in admitting their fault uh, and shouldering their fault. So um, when they, they have to admit something, they are going to somehow cover up uh, the details and... Um, uh, I wouldn't even be surprised that later on they come up and say, uh, uh, let's start blaming uh, Ukrainians mm-hmm. or uh, start blaming other people for what, what we have done. Uh, they have done it before, so there, there wouldn't be no surprise for me and our community here. So do you uh, think, uh, Avidey, that any of this light that's being shone on Iran and how they operate and, you know, how they've lied about, oh, well, it, it couldn't have been uh, us shooting down the plane. It was a mechanical error. Oh, wait, we yeah. did shoot down the plane. We've made an arrest. Uh, we are not threatening, uh, you know, families of crash victims and, and telling them yeah. not to speak to journalists. Do you think Absolutely. as if we continue to shine light on what Iran's doing that they will change their ways? Definitely. Uh, experience has shown that Iranian regime only responds to international pressure. When they are under pressure, they would uh, do the right thing uh, or more or less the right thing. But uh, if they are um, not hold, uh, held responsible and accountable, uh, they would do whatever they want and they will cover up uh, in, in, in many ways what they have done um, and blame other people. Avide, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much for having me.